Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology of the week of December 18th, 2022. But first, a reminder that I am going to be on a predictions panel about 2023 and the astrology of next year. So you can sign up. There'll be a link in the show notes, or you can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com, and go to the events page. And it's a $33 investment. It's going to be myself and two other fantastic astrologers, a 90-minute workshop. I encourage you to come. It's going to be great. Also, it's the Christmas season and Christmas is next Sunday. So if you enjoy my work and would like to say thank you with a monetary donation for me to get a cup of coffee or you know, a nice cocktail or whatever you like, I would really appreciate it. My PayPal is Astrology by Celeste and it'll be linked in the show notes, but you can go to HTTPS, you know, whatever, paypal.me forward slash astrology by Celeste and donate to help defray the cost of this podcast as well as treat me to something. Yes, I would love it. I do love gifts. I am a Taurus. The theme of this week is lead with love. And there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that Jupiter, the planet of expansion, freedom, opportunity, serendipity, the cosmic Santa Claus that brings us good things, is moving out of the home sign of Pisces into the fire sign of Aries on December 20th, and it'll be there until May 16th of 2023. So moving from water to fire, the abundance moving from more internal with Jupiter in Pisces to external with Jupiter in Aries, where Aries is a fire sign. It's cardinal energy. It's initiating energy. People will be wanting to expand their personal freedoms and autonomy. Aries is a sign of I am. So you look to your chart and see where you have Aries on the cusp, what houses, and that's where you're going to experience some growth potentially. So with Jupiter, as long as you lean in a little bit and do the work, abundance will come. And sometimes you don't even have to do anything and it'll be abundance. If you have your natal Jupiter in Aries, you're going to have a Jupiter cycle where Jupiter will pick up a new planet and move on and you will see some growth related to that particular planet. At each time you have a Jupiter return, Jupiter picks up a different planet. If you want me to look at your chart and tell you where Jupiter is and how what kind of growth you can expect, you can go to the link in the show notes. We'll have my Ask Me Anything 
service where I'll just record a little video. Of course, come get a reading if you want to go deeper and talk one-on-one. But yeah, now Jupiter's not all positive. There can be overindulgence with Jupiter. If you want to learn more about Jupiter, you can listen to the December 4th episode where I went into depth about the planet. But the big thing to know is it's changing signs and it's going to be impacting a different area of your chart. You may already kind of know the story because Jupiter was in Aries earlier, but now it's going to run through the whole sign. So having conversations with any planets that you have in the sign of Aries, bringing abundance to that house or opportunity. And yeah, typically this is an area where we have ease of growth, the house that Jupiter's in. And especially if it's, you know, making nice aspects to some of your planets, it's wonderful. The next thing I want you to be aware of is that Capricorn season will begin on Wednesday, where the sun will move from the fires of Sagittarius into the earth of Capricorn. Capricorn is cardinal energy as well. This day marks the winter solstice. It's the longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere, so the shortest day. It's really a time where we go inward. Capricorn is a yin sign. So although people like the energy may feel masculine, it's a feminine energy where people are more internal. I have a free guide that helps you set intention with the moon phases. And there's a new guide for Capricorn season where you get the Capricorn Aquarius and Pisces worksheets in order to help you set intentions and manifest your goals. So you can go to my website or the link in the show notes and download that free guide now. So with Capricorn season, it's time to think about practical matters, common sense stuff. Saturn, the planet of responsibilities, authority, success from hard work, rules the sign of Capricorn. So the glyph for Capricorn is the sea goat, the goat that is just so determined to get up that hill, climb that mountain that it will do whatever it takes. And if it can't get up it or around it, it'll go under it. And if it has to swim, it's a sea goat through water, through some kind of canal, it will do so. This is a sign of ambition. So it's time to think about your legacy. What are your big goals? There'll be a new moon on Friday where you can set intentions about what you want to bring forth over the next year or the next month. And, you know, I talk about the 27-month cycles. So you can set intentions for, okay, this is where I am now. This is when I want to be in nine months when there's going to be a first quarter moon in Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah, so think about topics of duties, responsibilities, older people. How can you help your elders? It's no surprise that Christmas falls during this season because there's like an obligation to go home and do family things and and spend money and buy gifts and all of that stuff. No wonder Thanksgiving is in Sagittarius season where it's just joyful coming to celebrate and you know, have fun with people. Well, although some families, Thanksgiving feels burdensome. But anyway, hopefully you have a lovely one with your family. But anyway, you get the picture. But Christmas, there's more 
there's more pressure at Christmas and Saturn pressurizes. Yeah, so think about that, but think about positively. You know, how can you attend to practical matters? How can you use good judgment and common sense? And what do you want to build for your legacy? The last thing I want you to be aware of is that Chiron, the wounded healer, will station on Friday to go direct. Now, Chiron's not a planet. It's called many things, an ice giant. It's called an asteroid. It's a centaur. So most of the asteroids that we talk about or that I talk about are the ones between Mars and Jupiter. But Chiron's between Saturn and Uranus. It's called the Rainbow Bridge. It looks like a key, the glyph. It looks like someone in a wheelchair. It speaks to what our wounds were as a child, determined by the sign it's in and the house it's in. And these wounds can never heal, but Chiron was a teacher. So you can take your lessons from the wounds you had as a child and help other people like go through the same thing as you get older. One of the big life events is the Chiron return where it comes back to where it was in your chart at the moment of your birth. This happens around age 50. So it can be a time where you're really dealing with like some deep stuff coming up for you to work through this emotional stuff. But it also like is a wonderful time where there's a sense of freedom for a lot of people because their kids are grown. They can like have less and less responsibility. I love the Magi astrologers who talk about Chiron in your chart. What they did was they looked at 10,000 or something or thousands of charts of prominent people and, you know, mathematically did a lot of evaluation. And they found that Chiron, when Chiron is a planet of marriage, they say, as well as it, it rules your career. And I have seen this over and over again when people's Chiron is activated by transit. It has to do with marriage or career. It also can do with illness or, or wounding or things because it is the wounded healer. It can be like you have some kind of health issue with it as well when it's activated. But yeah, it also has to do with those other topics. So yeah. So people may be very sensitive this week. Eclipse season was very difficult. And now for a lot of people, there were a lot of breaks where relationships were broken. Venus opposite Uranus was one of the features of that happened last month. And Uranus was activated at that full moon. It was in tense. So new relationships started, but some broke. Some people will be very sensitive about that. Some people passed on. So I think people will be, you know, especially touchy this Christmas season and holiday season. So five days before and after really, really feeling some some like painful stuff can be coming up. So can you treat people lovingly? If someone does something that annoys you, can you not react and just maybe try to think about how they may be going through things you're not aware of, and they may just be on extra on edge. And with Mars retrograde and Gemini, people may say things quickly that, you know, they didn't really mean, but yeah, can you not make a mountain out of a molehill? And yeah, just lead with love. On Sunday, the word of the day is lighthearted. We start the week with the moon in the air sign of Libra. Libra likes to be above it all and, you know, have witty repartee and all of that kind of stuff. Can you try to have fun on this day and do some lighthearted things? 
although you may have to attend to relationship issues, I'd like people to like have some fun on this day and try to avoid power struggles, make it sexy, not argumentative, because this could be a tough week. And the moon enters Scorpio at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. So have some fun before that. You may feel a switch when the moon goes into Scorpio. This is deep waters, intensity. It can be very passionate. Yeah, so yeah, try to have a beautiful day on Sunday. Because on Monday, the word of the day is explosive. There is so many things happening in the sky on Monday. It is a day of a lot of a lot of action. I think it could be the, you know, the hardest day of the week where things can go down the drain pretty quickly. We're going to have Venus, the planet of love, beauty and harmony squaring Chiron, the wounded healer. So this could be a time where people say things or have difficulties in relationships that really feel very hurtful. Or they can be very healing. With Chiron, you can heal or you can hurt. So let's heal. Also on this day, Venus will be in a King Kunks to Mars retrograde. King Kunkses can move us into new situations. So Venus is in Capricorn. So this can be, you know, don't be absentmindedly doing your banking or anything. Pay attention to what you're doing. You may pay the wrong person and it'll just cause you a whole bunch of problems. There may be news of people stealing money on this day. Yeah, Mars is also sextiling Chiron. So you can say sorry if you got snappy as well. Yeah, and Venus is going to trine the North Node. So Venus rules love, beauty, relationships, the North Node of fate in Taurus. So you could meet just someone who really um, helps you on your career or just have a great conversation that moves you forward or meet the love of your life. It can be a lot of things that happen. Somebody's calling a divorce attorney on this day. The balsamic moon phase begins at 13 degrees of Scorpio at 6.40 p.m. Pacific time. So some people with the explosive energy will have like the last fight they're going to have. And then the person's like, I'm done. Venus square Chiron, you hurt me for the last time. Venus, King Kunks, Mars. I am packing my bags and I am going. Venus trying the North Node. I'm calling a divorce attorney. So yeah, don't let that be you. Lead with love. On Tuesday, the word of the day is inspired. Jupiter enters the sign of Aries. This fire cardinal energy, the first sign of the zodiac at 6.32 a.m. Pacific time. Some people may be feeling themselves. If you were the one who called a divorce lawyer, you're going to wake up and feel like ready to go, ready to have your freedom again. I think about Angela Bassett from the movie Waiting to Exhale when she lit that match and threw it behind her and set her husband's stuff on fire. Yeah, this is Jupiter in Aries energy where she was just, yeah, she'd had it, was ready to go. But you're going to use this in a different way. You're going to feel inspired about doing something positive, not burning something down. You're going to feel inspired about building something up. 
The moon will enter Sagittarius, the fire sign, at 11, 12 p.m. Pacific time. So the moon's going to be reporting into Jupiter and Aries. And yeah, this could be like, you could feel really enthusiastic and inspired and ready to go, fired up and ready to go, and like thinking about your goals. On Wednesday, the word of the day is seriously. The sun will enter Capricorn at 1.48 p.m. Pacific time. See if you see, feel a switch in the energy that might tame you down a little bit, help you get a little bit more serious. Think about the responsibilities that come along with the goals that you want to move forward in your life. The moon will enter Capricorn at 11.49 p.m. Pacific time. So we're in the balsamic phase and this is when the moon is losing the last of her light. It's a time to go internal, to get slow, to get meditative. And on this day, the sun will square Jupiter. So that may like, that may give you some perspective on your big goals, Jupiter, like how you want to expand and everything. But like thinking about the practical steps with the sun in Capricorn. And they're both at one. Oh, they're both, I think they're both at zero degrees. Yeah. So this could be. Both planets are at zero degrees of cardinal signs, which are world points. So there could be a big event in the news today with that. World points, the zero degrees and 22 and a half degrees of cardinal signs are world points. So there could be something about a leader, sun square Jupiter, a leader like may pass on. That could be something or yeah, there's authority figures, there's courts. You think about judges with Jupiter, authority figures with the sun, uh, celebrities. A celebrity is likely going to die, sun square Jupiter, on this day, a big celebrity. Yeah, hopefully it's someone who's, you know, just died of natural causes and it's time for them to move on. And I said that the moon entered Capricorn. It did not. It's going to enter Capricorn on Thursday. So apologies on Thursday, the word of the day is proposal. So someone's going out and buying a wedding ring for somebody because Venus is trying Uranus. Venus in Capricorn, stability in relationships, serious relationships, trying Uranus, like awaken to the fact that this is the person that you want to marry. You're ready to marry them. Some It may be internal for someone. Ooh, I'm going to ask this person to marry them. Or, ooh, I'm going to ask this person out for a date. So be ready for a surprise proposals. Hopefully they'll be nice ones. Somebody who broke up when Venus opposite Uranus was last month, somebody, they may be talking to this person again. Think carefully before you take them back. Yeah. So this is the day that the moon enters Capricorn at 11.49 p.m. Pacific time. The moon is getting ready to lose the last of her light. It's a time to go slow and be calm. But what proposals do you want to make? And on Friday, the word of the day is tender. This is a day that Chiron stations direct at 11 degrees of Aries. So people may be extremely sensitive on this day. So treat people tenderly. There's going to be a new moon at one degrees of Capricorn at 1149 a.m. Set intentions about your legacy. And I like that this new moon is in a square with Jupiter. 
Jupiter squares are, if any, you want to be in a square with any planet, you want to be in it with Jupiter, because this can help you feel the dream, be optimistic, have faith that you have the ability to do what you want to do and move it forward. It's a great time to use the moon phases to set the intention so that you like can keep yourself accountable to what you say you're going to do and actually do it. Watch out for taking on too much. Actually, it's okay. When you're doing your new moon intentions, you can just write down whatever you want. And then at the first quarter moon, you can look back and say, is this reasonable? I may need to take action to, you know, chop some things off the list. But yeah, and Venus is trying Uranus at this new moon. So you can be awakened to new ways of partnering with other people and how you want to bring pleasure in your life and what relationships you want to commit too, and what actions you want to take. So I really like this new moon on the surface. It looks really good. It's a conjunct the asteroid hygia of public health. So hopefully there's not going to be some new disease or anything around this time. Yeah, let's hope not. Let's just have it be nice and everything. On Saturday, the word of the day is Mary. It's Christmas Eve. So I hope you all have a wonderful night and a Merry Christmas tomorrow. And yeah, Mercury is sextile Neptune on this day. So how can you be compassionate to other people? Say kind words. That would be a wonderful thing today. This day is a Venus day. It's a day when Venus and the moon meet together once a month. They're both in the sign of Capricorn and they meet at 17 degrees of Capricorn. Yeah. On this day, also the moon meets Mercury at 22 Capricorn on a world point. So there may be news about a Mm, something Capricorn news, a person who's very Saturnian or who's a leader or something like that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But this is definitely a day to lead with love, have compassion for others. And the moon enters the sign of Aquarius at 1113 p.m. How can you take a step back and have a fresh perspective? See things from the eyes of the observer, especially when you're watching your family Yeah, how can you just appreciate people for who they are? Think about that. Yeah, how can you like think about the entire group, how we're going to get along just so that we can have a nice holiday? Yeah. So I hope this is helpful for you for this week. I taped it really early, so I don't have any, you know, I don't know what's been going on for the last several weeks because I'm getting ready to go on vacation, but I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful holiday. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, 
please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.